Hey, welcome everybody back to episode 12 of our fireside chat. Again, it's Pastor Mark with you with Pastor Steve, and we're here talking about plurality of leadership. Again, we're going to be talking about and going through what our handbook states about what our leaders uh, think of plurality through leadership. So the statement is, resurrection leadership believes leading with plurality can serve the church in six different ways. So we've talked about plurality embodies and expresses the New Testament principle of interdependency and diversity uh, of gifts among members of Christ's body. We've talked about plurality acknowledges human limitations by recognizing that no one elder or pastor can possess the full complement of gifts that God intends on us to use. Uh, we said we last episode we talked about plurality creates a leadership structure where men must model the unity to which God calls the whole church. And today we're going to be talking about plurality creates a common or a community of care, support, and accountability that guards the calling, life, and doctrine of the leaders. Mm. That's good stuff. And, you know, Mark, with this, um, the world we live in and what we see um, happening in the church, the large church, uh, with leaders and failures and things, uh, we all dread that that thought of even thought of that uh, happening here yeah it, with us in the in a community of faith that we work in together it's just um so these these guidelines and, and foundations that we set help us keep uh that from happening yeah it keeps keeps we keep each other strong yes. to that. Mm-hmm. We last episode we talked about Band of Brothers that yes. that mm-hmm. HBO show mm-hmm. and we talked about um needing um, some tough circumstances yeah. to help unite us. Yeah. Well, this is another thing that, yeah. that helps unite us um, as leaders, but just as Christian brothers and sisters mm-hmm. by propping each other yeah. up. Well, you know, uh, and I know it's not referenced here in the scripture, but I want to reference uh, the Ephesian scripture about uh, the armor of God. Right. You know, and we all know that armor of God, the the different components of the armor that keeps us safe. But it's interesting to notice, going back to the Band of Brothers concept, is that that was a description of a Roman soldier. And if you ever studied studied Roman uh, military tactics, is they never fought alone. Right. They always fed in a band, fought in a band, and they, they would have somebody on their right and their left and on their rear. And that, that armor that's worn is, is only frontal. It doesn't cover all the other exposed areas. So they had to have brothers that were behind them in a military sense, you know, to protect them as as they were in combat. And so the reference to that in Ephesians is a spiritual reference of us having those folks around us to protect the things we don't see, to literally have our six. Yeah. Um, it's. It, I mean, that's such a great feeling. And the, the issue that I think some people can have is when you hear the word accountability, Mm. Uh, it's it, it comes across with some negative connotations sometimes of, I don't know if I want accountability because, you know, you can think back to maybe it was bad parenting or or maybe not bad parenting, but just the consequence of doing something negative and, and going, oh, it's going to be too bad. People are going to hate me, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. But accountability is such a glorious thing mm-hmm. when when you don't see something or you miss something and someone calls it out and yeah. says, hey, you missed this. There may yeah. be consequences. But the thing is, is 
if, if you have accountability with people that love you and care about you and think the best of you, then, then that accountability is welcomed. And sometimes, yeah, there is, there is, you know, some punishment that comes with it, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's all based out of gaining a brother and sister in Christ. It's not about hurting or or putting down or belittling. It is actually a thing to lift people up. Well, you know, I also look at it as, as a preventive thing as well. When we look at our bodies and we go to do our annual healthcare checkup and, you know, the doctor's checking all these different things, not because you have a heart ailment or a, it's just a potential of something being there. And so, you know, they asked me, you know, at my age, they asked me a lot of questions, right. you know, yep. and you go, I don't want to answer all these questions, you know, but they're good because the doc needs to see the whole me. And so when we're in accountability together as elders, as pastors, and even as group leaders and, and with group members, that accountability is so important uh, in that not that we're looking for trouble, we're pri- trying to prevent trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right? we're all sinners. Yeah, it's the heart that's yeah. behind it, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and, and we want to, as, as leaders, we want to model this to the church yes. to say, hey, church, this is how God's called us all to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we are actually looking out for the best in people. We, yeah. We're not looking for the negatives. We're actually trying to protect them so that they, the best, yeah. which is Jesus, right? Yeah. The best to come out yeah. of them. Well, you know, Mark, I uh, I have a small group that I meet with of men, young men, that right. uh, is a discipleship group, and we're discipling together because mm-hmm. there are some things that they teach me. Uh, but uh, most importantly, uh we're looking at because they're all young and they are all are single. And, uh, well, I'll take that back. One recently got married, but mm-hmm. but still, he still suffers from suffers. That's not the appropriate word. He still struggles with some of the same issues that, that all men suffer. Right. With. And so we, we talk about those things. That's one of the first things we do. And we get together, we, we, we go around the circle. Okay. We check in with each other and okay. And we're, we all have to, even myself, we all have to check in. We all have to, and, and, and it took a while to be able to get comfortable enough to lay it all on the table. But uh, I've seen the fruit from that over and over again and how it keeps us, number one, it binds us together. Right. Number two, it, it keeps us safe. Yeah. Um, because we're all active in ministry and uh, it keeps them, keeps them uh, in a way, in a position that they can continue to serve. Yeah. There's a, um, in the news recently, there's been a pastor of a larger church back east and um, someone brought something up and said, hey, this may be a potential sin or a potential problem. And the pastor took it and took it to his accountability, took it to his elder mm-hmm. board and said, hey, this has been brought up against me and I, I want to live openly and I, I want, I'm going to fall. I'm going to put myself underneath your authority here and so the church went and did some research, and they they said, "Well, I don't think what you did was wise. I don't think what you did uh, you should have done." It. And it kind of went against some of our policies, and so he was he was you know had some some punishment put against him, and he took that and went to the public and said, "This has happened, and mm-hmm. I completely support what's going on here." You know, he he has accountability in his life, and and he didn't see something he was doing as necessarily wrong, but when took when put in place and put in front of the accountability that he has in his life and the accountability of the church, yeah, he said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what you tell me to do here. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me of uh, 
myself and I'm driving down the road and, you know, sometimes I get distracted and I have over the course of my driving career, probably run a red light or two. Yeah. And, um, and if caught doing that, you, you get a penalty. That's a pretty steep price. Uh, but it's not because they want to punish you so much to, Oh yeah, we got him. It's that they want to protect yeah, me. It's unsafe. It's unsafe, yeah. you know, and, and again, back to my hospital work uh, in the trauma center that uh, it's horrible to see uh, an accident that's caused by inattention and somebody running a red light and then creating a situation where many people are suffering, you know, some, some to death. And so, yeah. so it, it just, it's, it's just what you said about this individual being punished, uh, it, it, it's more of a uh, yes. It's there's there's a price to pay for this, right? But it's it's so that he can learn from it and right and continue to serve and serve and help people, uh, right? Because I know who you're referring to, and I know that's his heart. Yeah, um, you so. know, and it's, it it points back to who our Savior is. Yes, you know, and we serve a God of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. You know, and so accountability isn't is it for punishment? It's for reconciliation. Yes. It's for getting back to yeah. to where we were. It, it's restoring to where we yeah. were. Because if we don't make that correction, then we're going to go off somewhere, so someplace. Easily, yeah, yeah. There's a potential for uh, great harm to yeah. individuals and and ourselves. So, yeah. yes, I support so much this uh, community of care and support because it is that. Yeah. Uh, I, I could use all the help I can get. You yeah, know? me too. Um, you know, we're all sinful people yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we all need someone to point that out because mm-hmm. we're going through life mm-hmm. um, and, and our, our goal is to to be Christ-like. Yeah, and guard the calling God's given yeah, us. exactly. Um, we'll go into that. So the scripture for this week, uh, we're going to go through Titus 1, 6 through 9, and it says, an elder must be blameless the husband of one wife with faithful children who are not accused of wildness or rebellion as an overseer of God, God's household. He must be blameless, not arrogant, not hot tempered, not excessive drinker, not a bully, not greedy for money, but hospitable, loving what is good, sensible, righteous, holy, self-controlled, holding to the faithful message as taught so that he will be able to both encourage with sound teaching to refute those who contradict it. It's such a huge calling, right? Yes, it is. For our leaders, for the leader of a church. Mm -hmm. Um, And we need people in our lives that will hold us to this, that love us, that will hold us to this. There's plenty of people that hate us, that that Mm want to, you know, call out every little tiny speck of something that we Mm -hmm. could have done wrong. But we mm-hmm. need people that love us, that yeah. want to see us be glorify God. That yes. that's that's the goal here. Because Mark, you know as well as I do that uh, the 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 cost of of being obedient in in this call, answering this call, is great. You yeah. know, we 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 miss time with our families. We you know spend a lot of time. We see some horrible things, and we have to make some decisions that that are hard to make. But yeah. uh, ultimately, 
we are the hands and feet of Jesus, and and we he, we're not doing anything that he hasn't suffered through. Himself. Right. So uh, it's a call, and it's something that we need each other's help with. And 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 I would encourage anybody that calls himself a Christian to apply this same principle to their lives. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I, I've I've talked to um, a couple guys in our church, I absolutely love them. They're such good leaders, um, and they're not. They're not given the role of, of elder. They're not an elder. But they look at, at this scripture and they go, you know what? I don't think I'm being called to be an elder, but I am being called to live this way. Yes. And, and man, that is that is such the goal of, of having a high calling in our lives and then putting people around us to yeah. hold us accountable yeah. to that. Yeah. You know, Mark, I'm enjoying this. This is kind of fun walking through this. And- yeah. And and showing uh, by our conversation uh, what God's called us as leaders to yeah. how to lead this congregation, and I hope folks that are listening to this are really uh, benefiting from from this work that that we're doing because it's it's ultimately for for uh, the benefit of the whole church, and it's exciting to know that we got to have a congregation that that really wants to move in this direction and um, give uh, their all to the calling God's had on their lives. So. Yeah. Yeah. This has been fun. It's, mm-hmm. I know this is a new experience for you and I mm-hmm. to get up here and do the, do this podcast, but man, is it fun. Yeah. And I always love having conversations with you. Yeah. So with that, we're going to end this week's episode. Um, next week, we're going to talk a little bit more through our plurality of leadership. Uh, we're going to talk about kind of setting up some structures and why we do what we do. Um, so we hope to catch you guys next time.